Today's episode of the Alt Kings podcast is brought to you by Expector. And we are live. Welcome back to the Alt Kings podcast. I'm your host, Tate, and today I have Chris from Dirty NFTs. How are you doing today, Chris? I'm doing good, Mr. Tate. How are you? Doing well, doing well. This has been a long time in the making. We've heard many great things about you. I mean, being another one of music NFTs on Hedera, it's it's starting to definitely grow the music industry within the Hedera scene. And you being one of the front runners within that scene, I'm just curious, how did this idea kind of conspire or not conspire? How did this idea really involve, like evolve? And really, where did you find the idea from? Man, so the the idea started, um, you know, a, a little bit about me and, and how I stumbled upon this beautiful technology that is HBAR. Um, I actually am really good at buying the top. So I, I bought it 53 cents. Everyone was, oh, wow. everyone was hype on social media, HBAR, HBAR. Um, I aped in without doing, uh, you know, any research really, which I do not advise anyone to do. Uh, but it was the best mistake I ever made. And uh, once I learned about this tech, I was like, holy crap, you know, this is amazing. The low transaction fees, the security of the network, the speed, um, everything was just like really uh, intriguing to me. And, um, you know, once NFTs had kind of started to flourish and become a thing, because it's like, you know, two years ago, there was like really not a whole lot going on. And and when you look at how far the development, how far the developments come, it's absolutely insane and so originally dirty nfts um it it started as kind of like we were thinking of uh selling tokenized beats so basically one of one tokenized beats um that nft is basically the representation of ownership of that song uh by having that nft it gives you the intellectual property rights to uh you know recreate remix uh you know use any that be in any capacity that you see fit, um, you know, and it's completely copyright free. So we're like, you know, this, this could kind of be a cool way to uh, get into the NFT space and, and be able to have, you know, verified ownership on a distributed ledger technology, um, which is just basically, you know, the, the sale of, of beats. Um, and from nice. there, it's evolved like crazy. You know, we have, six different nft collections that were i was about to say you're going to be a variety of nft collections and some are soon to be releasing and i'd love to dive into a couple of those here once we find the right time yeah definitely man um yeah what you know any questions you have i'm I'm happy to answer them and, and dig into it sure so i mean from what I've seen, you have the <clears throat> Dirtbag NFT collection coming soon, mm-hmm. and you also have the VIP pass as well as the backstage pass as well releasing. Is the Dirtbag collection releasing first, or which collection's coming first? Uh, so right now it's looking like the uh, Dirtbag collection is going to be coming second. Uh, we're gotcha. going to actually be doing a variation of a backstage pass here pretty soon. Uh, no official announcements have been made yet. This is this is probably actually the first official announcement of it uh, being nice. live. But uh, we're going to be doing a, a couple variations of the backstage pass. Um, right now, what you see on our website is um, 
it, it's one way to do a backstage pass. Uh, since then, the the idea of what a backstage pass can be and the way an artist can actually do a backstage pass release um, has kind of evolved. So our website's actually getting a facelift right now. Um, you know, our website, the main thing we're really featuring are the six different types of NFT collections. Yep. Uh, what's going to be happening as well as your roadmap. Yeah. As well as a roadmap, uh, right now, when you, or when you go to the website, uh, what it's going to be, is going to be a lot more intriguing for artists as well as fans. We want to kind of talk about, uh, you know, the downsides of web two, um, not, not that it's like, it's all bad. Web two is terrible, but we, we want to talk about, you know, how, Artists are really struggling to capture value um, in a space where streaming is, you know, really prolific. And and that's pretty much the the main way that everyone, you know, accesses their music. Uh, We want to kind of highlight, you know, some of those statistics, some of those numbers. Um, Like, I don't know if you knew this, but I think it was only 0.6% of Spotify users made over $10,000 in a year off of their streams which is like next to nothing. Uh, you can make more at McDonald's than that. Oh yeah, 100%. Yeah. And 73% of all the revenue generated by Spotify was paid out to three major labels. Um, the rest was paid out to all the little guys. So, you know, really really highlighting the the benefit of peer-to-peer transactions. Um, and you know, how an artist can really use this technology to focus on building their community, but also giving their fans like exclusive perks and access to things that really have never been done in the music industry in a way like this. So much more than just a song. For sure. Yeah. A thousand percent. So, uh, yeah, the, the backstage passes is going to be coming here, uh, shortly. Um, the dirt bag club is going to be dropping right after that and then um we're just doing a final tu- uh, some final touches on our ticketing software uh we've actually designed uh, a whole ticketing system that connects to nfts and uh you know we don't upload any of the qr codes for the actual content uh to ipfs so what we're uploading to IPFS is like some JPEG or looping video that, you know, anybody can go online and access and see, and it's no big deal. But then the actual QR code for the ticketing system is uh, accessed through a token-gated um, module that we've built on our website where uh, users go to the website, connect their wallet, um, and verify the ownership of that asset to basically be given access to whatever it is. Nice. Uh, that they yeah, want, so you so. also have your own custom wallet as well, the dirty NFT wallet, correct? No, uh, we're well. actually no. So we're uh, we're running this all th- currently right now through Hedera's REST API um, gotcha. to be able to verify, you know, the the ownership, the the NFT actually being in that said wallet, uh, etc. We are working on a DAP, and that should be coming here within the next, I would say, you know, two months, three months or so. So it's it is around the corner, but you know, we're developing so many things at the same time yeah. you know it's kind of just chugging along on what's most important and uh yeah so every everything's just done through hashpack every all the artists that we're onboarding we're like set up a hashpack wallet man it's the easiest so, way for sure yeah i actually just onboarded yeah. an artist last night who came over and uh he had his wallet set up in like five minutes he- told him to head over to zeus and you know loaded his his uh wallet up with some h bar and 
he bought his whitelist NFT and then he went to our website and was able to go through and access all that content. He's like, man, this is awesome. So, yeah. so purchasing that whitelist NFT, what will that really provide? And then we can dive into the backstage pass that will soon be releasing followed by dirty NFTs. And then I know you have the VIP pass and there's only 10 of those out yeah. ever. And it's worth 10,000 H bar is what you're selling it for. And I'm curious to dive into that also. Yeah, But definitely. I'd love to dive into the whitelist first, if you don't mind. Yeah, so our our whitelist NFT, um, it's an NFT with a supply of 240 NFTs. And essentially, um, this specific NFT is going to give you access to all of the latest and greatest things that me and my music partner um, are working on. Uh, so along with the Dirty NFTs project, we also make music as well. We play live shows here in Seattle. And um, anyone who holds this pass, they're going to get uh, airdrops every other month. And then those airdrops are going to give them access to token gated content. So kind of like, you know, in, in Web2, when artists are doing a, a Patreon subscription type model, where you're subscribing to this artist to, you know, get their samples or sound design patches or project files. We're kind of doing the same thing, but just with NFT technology and set instead, um, you know, if a holder, the, the cool thing about it is that if a holder doesn't want this NFT anymore, they have the ability to transfer value um, in a peer to peer method without, you know, having to worry about being scammed or, uh, being ripped off or anything like that. But basically that whitelist pass, it's going to give you access to project files we're working on, uh, you know, sound design patches, samples. We're going to be able to give you sneak peeks to music that we're working on. Um, we have the ability to make files downloadable or only viewable. Uh, we'll have track, nice. track breakdowns in there of uh, like videos of us breaking down songs um, so as far as like the content, that's what those airdrops are going to give you access to every other month. And then on top of that, holding the whitelist NFT, that's going to, you know, that's going to act as your whitelist for certain collections of ours. So for the dirt bag club, um, you know, one whitelist NFT is basically, uh, you know, eligible to mint one NFT a day before everybody else, uh, at a discounted price. And then, um, we also have the same thing for the backstage passes. So you'll be able to get those early access, discounted price. Um, really, really excited. So, and then that whitelist NFT, that's not only going to be good for backstage passes that me and my friend are releasing or artists from our record label, Dirty Records are releasing, um, but it's also going to give you access to the bigger artists that we're onboarding into the space. Um you know, I've I've been talking to artists with followings ranging from fifty thousand to one hundred and fifty thousand followers on SoundCloud. Oh, wow! Uh, really intrigued with the tech. Um, a lot of them have said this is the first time that NFTs actually make sense, and they're like, "Wow!" Like, okay, it's more than just you know, uh, it's more than just a photo. Exactly right. Yeah. yeah. So there, people are starting to catch on. So yeah, that that's the whitelist NFT. You know, in a nutshell. Right. Um, for any of it the seems as if it's very universal, has a lot of possibilities and opportunity out there in regards sure. to being a, a, part, a community member within the, the dirty NFT collections. Definitely. So I'm, I'm curious now, what's what's the difference between this backstage pass and that whitelist pass? So the difference between the backstage pass and the whitelist pass is that the backstage pass is actually tied 
to a piece of music that an artist is releasing. Okay. So, from your record label? Uh, us personally, from our record label, and then even nice. artists that were onboarding as well. Um, I actually just had a phone call a week ago with another record label, uh, one of the founders there, and I you know, walked him through the whole process, showed him how the technology works. Um, so, I mean, we're even going to be onboarding other record labels, other artists, um, and that's what the backstage pass is going to represent. So there's a couple different ways you could do a backstage pass release, uh, you know, more than a couple actually, but, um, if you would like me to explain, I would, I would love to tell you about it. Yeah. By all means dive into it. Okay, so, um, a couple ways you could do the backstage pass release is, uh, one, you can keep your business model exactly the same. So, you know, a as a musician, as someone who's, let's say, has 50,000 followers, they're working in the industry, um, you know, they kind of already got their their foot in the door and, and are doing big things. Uh, we don't want to steer them away from what they're already doing and what's working. So one of the ways that we could do that is let's say an artist is going to release a song in two weeks and it's called, um, you know, Alt King's Mafia, right? And it, <laughs> it's coming out in two weeks on sure. Spotify, Apple Music, SoundCloud, like everything. Nothing's changing about that. When the artist releases that song, they can also have, let's say a day before the song releases, they can also do an NFT drop backstage pass, uh, the Alt King's Mafia edition. And anyone who buys that NFT is going to get access to something that just the average web two user is not going to be able to access. Gotcha. So if you go on, you know, let's say you, let's say I don't buy the, uh, the NFT, right. Cause I'm not in the alt Kings mafia. Let's say I I'm sleeped on it. I'm just listening to this three minute song on SoundCloud or Spotify or whatever. And I'm, I'm loving it. Right. You, the super fan, because you bought that NFT, you're going to get access to be able to listen to the four and a half minute version. So, oh, wow. you know, it, and, and that's just yeah, like there's endless possibility with that. So I guess it's just more exclusivity. Exactly. Yeah. So, gotcha. Um, nice. Could be extended versions to a song. It could be, you know, maybe the music video is never released on Facebook or YouTube or Insta or anything like that. Only way that you can watch that, that music video is through the, the token gated, you know, uh, module. So, you can do that. So you're still appeasing to your web to community, but you're also venturing into a new technology, you know, kind of uh, dabbling with the different possibilities and, and, and seeing what it is exactly that your fan base wants. I mean, everyone's fan base is going to be a little different. Maybe yeah. one person's fan base, like for instance, uh, I'm a big fan of an artist named Infect. And I know uh, a lot of his fan base are very producer centric. So for him, like if anything that he did, like backstage pass is like giving people sound design patches and project files and samples, like his fan base would go crazy for that. But then you might have another fan base and, you know, maybe they're not all producers or, you know, that's not really their thing. They just want to be able to listen to an extended version of the song or have some sort of you know, piece of content that the average user can't access. Um, it's really about just understanding your community and what they want and, you know, being able to give that to them. So definitely that's really smart. So I'm assuming there'll be backstage passes for each 
artist within the label and potentially outside of the label as well? For sure. Yeah. Every, every time, uh, you know, they do a, do a music release, if they want to release a backstage pass representing that, you know, single EP or album, uh, you know, they can really release as many backstage passes as they want. And then that's when you get into the, uh, you know, the really exciting part of kind of on-chain, like on-chain data and, you know, the artist being able to see, okay, well, you know, who are my top fans? Who's bought in the last three of my backstage passes and being able to connect with the community via airdrops. That's just like, you know, Hey, thank you for, for supporting my last three drops. Like I want to give you this discount code. Like, you know, you can get, get merch wholesale. Don't even worry about it. Like, you know, yeah, I, I appreciate awesome. you. So we, we, as like artists and fans, we've never really had that way to be able to connect so effortlessly and, you know, seamlessly, um, which is really cool. So yeah, we don't see much of that in like the web two space, you know, just through the day and age internet, nobody really produces anything of this nature. And I guess it's, but I guess it's just because it's not necessarily as tangible as it is within web three, mm-hmm. web three. I mean, you get this piece of product to send your wallet and you're able to access plenty of airdrops that, you know, the project founders are able to just drop into your wallets as necessary. And as they find plausible and it just provides so much more opportunity within you know connecting like you said but i'm curious i mean how do you plan on handling uh royalty payments and like intellectual property rights for the music nfts within each artist the one thing that i really like about hbar and you know hedera is, is the way that royalties are you know they're not at the whim of a yeah a, marketplace or a platform and so we want artists to be able to decide what that is that they want um obviously i personally think that it's something that you know all these musicians should be getting into and and doing because to be able to make some some passive income without having to facilitate a transaction or you know really witness it happening you could go to sleep and wake up and there's been some trading of your nfts on the secondary market it's like that that payment to the artist is direct uh whereas like you know platforms like spotify when you release a song on spotify and you start getting uh streams on that song you're not gonna see a check for two to three months um you know for those streams so that that delayed process in web 2 versus you know the the instant as soon as the transaction is executed the parties are paid um, I think that that's really huge. So, you know, the royalties are up to the artists on, on what they want to sure. do and how they want to do it. Um, and then I guess, you know, the intellectual property rights also just kind of, uh, you know, depends on what type of a drop the artist is wanted, want to do it or is wanting to do, you know what I mean? So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. if an artist comes down to scenarios, yeah, like an artist could drop a song on, uh, web two platforms also do a backstage pass representing that drop and they can say hey anyone who buys this nft you're going to get access to the acapella of this song and you're going to be able to use that acapella um, in any capacity that you see fit and you can actually profit from it as well so if you want to take this acapella make your own song and then upload it to spotify you can do that and you can make money off of it but i mean it all just has to be written out and stated and you know definitely the, the, the buyer yeah. Uh, you know, being the fan who wants the NFT and the seller being the artist as they can come to an agreement on it, uh, the smart contract will execute. 
Definitely. That's that's great. I mean, will will dirty NFTs like will your record label be taking any cuts from these artists by chance? Because I know that can be a problem in regards to like some record like just labels, you know, yeah. scooping up all this money from major artists within the industry and then the artists are left with pennies to the dollar. For sure. Yeah, so one of the unique things about our record label is we actually allow artists uh to keep 100% of all the revenue uh from streams. Uh oh, that's amazing. We, you know, when we when we looked at it and, you know, and and thought about it, it's like it, you know, we, we, us personally, we're not even making a lot of money off of our music that we've been working on for the last six years and releasing. Um, it doesn't, you know, it's just not something that I'm interested in and, and taking people's yeah. uh, streaming royalties. And on top of that, we have the tools to be able to provide to artists that a lot of artists just don't have access to. And we want to provide those tools hundred percent free as well. So, I mean, if our artists are needing help with web design, we're able to help them with web design. If they need help with artwork for an album release, we can help them with the artwork. They don't need to worry about paying us for it. Um, you know, as far as like submitting their music to the distributor to be able to get uploaded to all the platforms, we take care of all of that. Um, oh, wow. Nice. We also have, <clears throat> we also have a, uh, a marketplace coming for our artists to be able to sell their sample packs so now they kind of, you know, they have a platform where they can sell samples. And we're going to be doing this in USD and NFTs as well. So we'll kind of give people the option of like whatever whatever they see fit or, or want to do. Uh, we also have a marketplace for, you know, selling one of one beats. That's also going to be USD or NFT as well. So we, our goal is to be able to just give these artists the tools that they need, like they, they need to be able to be successful. Um, so we offer all of that. And then, you know, to onboard an artist, go through the process and, and use our whole system. We're basically doing an 18, uh, or, uh, 85, 15 split. So off of any of their NFT releases that they're doing, we're taking 15%. We're facilitating the whole thing. Uh, we're we're building the community. We're help on. We're helping onboard them into the space, helping them with that learning curve, making sure to be able to give all of their fans the proper information so that that process is as seamless as possible. Yeah. Um. And you know, really, our goal is like, I I think like a million streams on Spotify is like, I don't know, one thousand to two thousand dollars. Uh, which is pretty in insane, you know, whereas like I just heard um, I was in a phone call today. Uh, it's a NFT music metadata group uh, for HBAR specifically and kind of all the music projects are working together to make sure we're all on the same metadata standard and we're all um, kind of on the same page and stuff like that. And like sure, one of the drops that was being proposed was like, you know, drop in 5,000 NFTs for 50 H bar a pop. And it's like, you know, that would net, I think, was it uh 250,000 H bar. And so it's like, right, yeah. if an artist could net that, and I mean, even 5,000 NFTs like that personally, to me is a lot. Um, our ecosystem yeah, isn't that big. I think currently right now we only have 2000 active wallets um i i could be wrong but i that's what i heard last so that's i'm gonna say that you know 
people can fact check yeah, me if I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah. Ro- <laughs> roast me. I'm spreading misinformation. Uh, but you know, it's like it to be able to net an artist, you know, a thousand dollars, fifteen hundred dollars, whatever, on on day one of their release is like huge. And it kind of takes us back to like the days when you know CD sales were a thing. And yeah, uh, but even then, like, not They're still a, a thing. Yeah. I, oh, okay. Not as slow and. as far as the payment and stuff like that but we want artists to be able to you know do what they feel they were put on this earth to do and if that's to create music and to inspire people and to you know make the world a better place through through the love of their craft and we we want people to be able to do that and not have to hustle you know working a 40-hour work week at some job that they hate and get home and they're too tired so I think from what you've told me, Chris, I think that you guys at Dirty NFTs are just trying to, you know, open up the door to all the possibilities out there whenever it comes to, you know, creating and evolving the music industry to these, I mean, potentially underground artists and up and coming artists, I'd Mm -hmm. say. And, you know, you're just really giving them all the options and allowing them to flourish and, you know, see what the possibilities are and then they get to decide what they want to do mm-hmm. and i think that's great because having a structured team like you guys have and i mean being web3 savvy is a big plus within this music industry it's just gonna really provide like i keep going back to endless opportunities for these music <laughs> yeah. artists because that's what it is i mean like you said you know dropping a collection of five thousand music nfts for 50 h bar each i mean 50 h bar at this current market value that's like what three four dollars that's nothing really crazy and i mean back in the day like we kind of just were discussing cds were selling for five dollars a pop who knows i mean last time i went to new york guys would be hassling me on the side of the road just trying to get five ten dollars out of me for their cd and it's like you know the same thing kind of correlates now in this web3 space I love that. Diving into this next collection now, the, mm-hmm. the Dirtbags NFT collection, that will yes. be the second collection to be releasing soon. Mm-hmm. It's a much bigger collection, 10,000 NFTs, correct? Yes. Yeah, five huge. Five drops. And I believe the five, most... Five drops, I think, would put us at a quarter of the supply because we're only going to do 500 NFTs at a time. Okay. Um. And we're we're going to take our time. Like it's going to be years and years. That's, but that's you know good. what I mean. And you have to have that multi-year vision yeah. for you to really succeed in this industry. At the end of the day, because we always will go through bear markets and bull markets. What I'm curious now, though, what kind of inspired this art? Oh man. Okay. So so our our logo has always been a poop guy. Like I'm, I'm sitting here. And you're, I got, you're repping I got it right poop now. on the head. Yeah. I got a little piece of art. My girlfriend drew me. I got a stress ball. I got a poop piggy bank right here, but the, the whole name. So me and my friend, we go by the name, uh, that dirt. And, uh, we both, you know, we've known each other our entire lives. Uh, we're both actually professional dancers. I'm a hip hop instructor and teach dance at a dance studio. So music's always been a gigantic part of my life. And, uh, we got booked to perform on stage at a giant music festival, uh, as dancers. And they were actually doing a competition and it was like, Hey, you want to DJ the main stage, submit a 30 minute mix. And, uh, you know, whoever gets the most votes is, is going to get to DJ the main stage. Well, this is like a festival with 30,000 plus people. And uh, we had just downloaded 
uh, Ableton, and uh, which is the program that we use to produce and make music and stuff. And sure. so I, I looked at my partner. I was like, "Hey, man!" I was like, "You wanna you wanna try and make a mix?" He's like, "Dude, let's do it!" So we threw together a thirty minute mix, and uh, he's like, "What what should we call ourselves?" And I was like, "I don't I don't know." We're thinking about it. I was like, "Dude, we should go by the name That Dirt." And he's like, "What?" I was like, "Man, what's dirtier than like?" that dirt like nothing is dirtier than dirt and so that's true it, it all kind of you know we're into bass music that just makes you just say you you know and and make a stink face and so we're thinking <laughs> well like you know if this is going to be the whole kind of like brand is all about dirty and dirty music and stuff like what's dirty and i was like well you know like little piece of poop is pretty dirty um, so, are quite dirty. so it originally started as just kind of this little, you know, poop emoji with like the peace sign, little, uh, little cute poop emoji. And, uh, from there we've actually gotten an artist on board and I told him, look, you know, this is kind of the idea we want, you know, we kind of want him to look like a, uh, I'll say the clean version. We wanted him to look like a poop head. Um, we wanted to, you know, kind of call our, our club or our, our fans or our community, you know, the dirtbag club, um, you know, and it, it's not about being disrespectful or, or, you know, oh, no. anything, it's fun and games, yeah, anything like that. Um, you know, we, we're very big on plur, peace, love, unity, and respect here in the rave community, but, uh, Hell yeah. we wanted it to just be a, a funky poop guy. And, uh, you know, with us being dancers, uh, eventually the vision is going to be turning that, uh, poop guy into an animated character, uh, getting some motion tracking suits that they use for, uh, video games and actually nice. choreographing, you know, Whoa. dance moves. Um, that's impressive. So that way when we're, uh, DJing our live shows, um, the whole entire visuals for our live performances is going to be start to finish choreography every single beat is getting hit and uh yeah people are people are gonna have fun <laughs> yeah you've done some shows recently i've noticed and you've you posted them on twitter how how have those been uh, it seemed like it was a fun time yeah dude it was a blast we actually uh live streamed it in our discord so oh it, sick it was a late one it was uh 12 a.m to 1 a.m was when we played uh, and that was at Pacific Standard Time because you're over in Washington. Yeah. So that's like 3 a.m. for East Coast yes. guys. Yeah, there was, we had like two people who are awake. And it's like, man, I think one was on the other side of the world and someone else, he was Pacific. Um, so they, they were able to catch it. But yeah, really good time. I think there was about 500 plus uh, people at that event. And uh, that, that venue is actually the venue where we're going to be um, doing the VIP pass. Sick. That's awesome. I'd like to get back to uh, the Dirtbag Collection. Yeah, for sure. And I'm, I'm curious, what is the value proposition behind these NFTs? So they're, they're obviously, you know, you have a great story behind mm -hmm. like the whole entire concept behind them. I'm curious now, like what will they be beneficial towards within your whole entire ecosystem? So being a part of the Dirtbag Club, uh, I believe on there, there's airdrops that you're getting so okay uh as well every single month i think those are monthly airdrops and it's going to be the same exact it's going to be kind of like the whitelist nft except for it's going to be more content it's going to be on a monthly basis uh same exact thing as far as um you know samples sound design patches project files 
sneak peeks, et cetera. And then on top of that, uh, with the module that we've built for token gated content, uh, we also are going to be able to do serial gated content. And so what we want to be able to do is people that are a part of the dirtbag club, we want to be able to basically take, uh, not necessarily like votes, but, you know, ask people, Hey, uh, we're going to be playing at this venue. It's here in Seattle, Washington. Um, you know, who is available and who could make it. And basically everybody who has a dirt bag is going to be able to vote for that and say, Hey, I can make it to this event. And from there, we're basically going to say, okay, cool. Well, we're going to give serials, serial number 20 through serial number uh, 200. You know, if you have this serial number, you're going to be eligible for a free ticket to our event. So um, as we build the community, as we build the whole dirty brand, I mean, I do see uh, a music festival specifically for dirt bag and dirt bag clubs and everything dirty. Um, but as of right now, just as far as uh, shows that we're playing, same thing with artists that we're kind of like uh, onboarding. Uh, that's one of the utilities that we really want to be able to give people. And this also is not posted on our website, but we're we're toying around with some ideas right now on how to kind of make it a little bit more fun to collect and essentially have different tiers of the of the dirt bag kind of like evolving um we're not sure exactly what how we want to do it i think we're like exploring three different options um but essentially we want the dirt bag to kind of evolve from like a baby raver to a seasoned raver to a veteran raver and to rave to the grave if if you make it to the rave to the grave like you are you know har- about that rave life you're hardcore <laughs> in the scene you know um like i said this is going to be years and years of building um it, it's why we chose a collection so big is because i i mean looking at the ecosystem looking at the models and, and what people are doing and what's working like huge shout out to dead pixel ghost club I mean, we all love them. And, uh, you know, the way that they've just really taken their time to build their community and spread the word and, and get people's interest, like they're on drop 4.75, get, you know, and (laughs) drop five, isn't going to happen for a while. We're all kind of waiting on standby to see who's got a onesie or a phantom or an H hat or whatever. But, um, you know, everything that they've done has been really inspiring. And I think it's like, it's a great model for other project founders to kind of look at and learn from. Uh, we don't want to flood flood the the market with a whole bunch of NFTs and not have the community uh, to really fit it. it. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. And I mean, Dead, Dead Pixels is a really good representation of an NFT project that really doesn't have much quote unquote utility at this moment in time, but they just have that community backing it. Where you know it's a it's a cute fluffy ghost with a ton of unique you know unique traits to it, and people are willing to buy it because the way that they market themselves. Yeah. And that's what it really comes down to at the end of the day when you're selling anything. It's how you come down and you know, how you're able to market yourselves and get yourself out within the space and get more eyes on your product. And I think by I mean you hosting these these concerts and these live events, that's one great way of, you know, onboarding those people who go to those events into your web three ecosystem. 
And I think as you continue to grow and, you know, you've been in this industry for quite some time from what it seems, mm. you're only going to continue to onboard more and more people who are interested and truly love what you do. And that's what you want in your community are the people who love what you do at the end of the day. And so I really look forward to that. My last, I have, I have two last things for you. I, I'd love to dive into that VIP pass because yeah. it's only 10 in existence for and sure. you're selling it for 10,000 H bar. What's so great about this thing? So we're actually, so like I said, the, the website is getting a facelift right now. So we're sure. actually, so one of the things that it said um, that's added in the VIP pass was like, you get a year of free access to an event here in Seattle. You get a tokenized one of one beat that you have the, like the ability to really do anything with it. Copyright free. It's now your beat. You own it. Um, and then three, uh, like the VIP pass, or like the whitelist NFT, you also get early access at a discounted price by holding the VIP pass. Um, but I actually think that the VIP pass also gives you early access to our Dirty Beats collection, um, which the whitelist NFT does not. Uh, sure. and, and it's like a thousand H bar in savings. So instead of paying, you know, I can't remember the exact prices off the top of my head, but you're paying a thousand H bar less uh, to buy your own tokenized one. Saving like sixty bucks right now for sure. Um, yeah. And and if you're someone who's like wanting to buy a lot of tokenized beats, and you know you're a rapper or a singer or whatever, like these beats aren't being licensed out like a lot of beats that you see on YouTube and and BeatStar, where the beats being licensed out to a hundred people at once. Like that is not this. Uh, yeah, not at all. But as we've thought about it, we're like, you know, I don't want to, we don't want to have a one of one beat be a part of the VIP pass. The VIP pass should really highlight the concert experience and how this is going to be a more unique concert experience than what the average fan is going to experience. So holding the NFT you're going to get access to this venue for an entire year for free. If the event is sold out, it does not matter. If you are a VIP pass holder, you walk up to the front door and you let them know, they're going to ask you for the QR code. That QR code's accessed through your token-gated content, you know, the token-gated content module. Uh, they're going to scan that ticket and they're going to check the ticket in. They'll be able to look at the history of every single time that ticket has checked in. Um, you know, so no one's able to try and check in twice or send the QR code to somebody else. Yeah. Um, and then on top of that, if the NFT is ever sent from one wallet to another wallet, that QR code is destroyed and a new one is populated. Um, so again, no one is able to transfer that value and try and, you know, pull a fast one on us. So, uh, that's, I mean, they do three to four shows a month. And tickets range from twenty to thirty-five dollars per show, and can add up quick. definitely can add up quick. Especially like, I mean, they they bring through so many just banging headliners. It's like it's nuts. So I'm I'm really happy on the partnership and that we were able to make this happen. Uh, on top of that, uh, we are going to have a lending protocol built. So if you're not able to go to the concert. You still want to own the VIP pass, but you maybe you want to give that value to somebody else for the night. We're designing a protocol where you can rent that ticket for the night. And so you as uh, the holder of that NFT can make a passive income off of that. 
Uh, it's kind of like a Web3 ticket master, if you think about it. Yeah, in a sense. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the other thing that's really unique about this pass is that r right now we're kind of testing the waters and we're seeing how headlining acts feel about it. Uh, but we're, what we're going to be doing is we're going to let them know, hey, there's 10 people uh, that are VIP pass holders. And essentially, you know, they get access to the venue for an entire year for free. Is there any sort of special content that you would like to give these, you know, 10 VIP pass holders? And so if the artist is wanting to give you a sneak peek to, uh, you know, and again, it's just it just goes back to the the possibilities are endless. Like, um, <laughs> you know, so headliners being able to have that ability con to connect with their fans. Um, that's not really like a concert experience I've ever experienced, but I would be so down if there was something that could give me access to that. So uh, we are going to be revisiting the price. Uh, it's going to be less than 10,000 H bar, but we're not sure. sure. We're not sure how much less. And uh, the tokenized beats are, are no longer a part of it, but everything else that you're hearing, you know, expect free, expect, you know, free access to the venue for a year, expect to be able to lend your, your tickets to people for a passive income. And honestly, I expect token gated content from headlining acts every single weekend. Uh, that is exciting. You're giving me more and more reasons to come up to Washington now to meet you. You're the second person based out of Washington within the H bar community that I got to meet. I got to go meet Captain Ron too. You got there. to meet Captain Ron. Yeah. I was actually just talking about, uh, talking to him the other day. Yeah, he's a great guy. Well, Chris, I just want to say thank you for your time once again. It's really helped me and everybody else tuning in get a better understanding of dirty NFTs and, you know, everything that is soon to be coming within this collection and, you know, the whole entire ecosystem that you've created as well. I truly wish you the best of luck in this journey. And if there's anything you ever need from me, feel free to reach out. But if there's anything else you'd like to end on, now's be the time. And once again, thank you for your time. Yeah, no, man. Thank you, Tate. Thank you for uh, like, it's just so cool. Like I, I've watched your YouTube videos and, and seen a lot of your stuff. And so I think we connected in a space one time. And so to just like, you know, be able to message you and you're like, yeah, let's do it. And, you know, to finally find the time and make it happen. Like, it's just, it's really cool. And so thank you for inviting, you know, me and uh, allowing me to speak on my project. I think uh, closing remarks is, uh, you know, something I didn't really touch on is our creator dashboard. So, um, yeah, wink, wink. Um, anybody who is an artist, uh, an, an NFT artist, uh, whether it's, you know, music NFTs that you're trying to get into, um, if, if it's like, you know, JPEG or, or like whatever your, your art collection is, if you're wanting to give your uh, your holders access to token gated content. Um, that is something that we have created. And so really all you need to do right now, uh, you personally have to contact us and we will get you set up with, uh, we'll, we'll basically give you a code that will allow you to, to access the creator dashboard. Uh, but from there, it's like, it's so easy to use. It's super straightforward. Um, you can connect the content to individual uh, serial numbers of NFTs, or you can connect your content to entire collections. Um, and that content can be, you know, downloadable, streamable, 
um, you can do video content. And then when you upload that video content, um, you know, it'll upload in five different qualities, kind of like YouTube. So um, you have that optionality. Uh, it's super easy to use. And, and we want people to be able to use the stuff that we've built. So if you are a creator out there, or this is something, you know, the, the alt Kings might find benefit out of as well, some sort of token gated content for your holders. Uh, you know, we would love to walk you through that process and, uh, you know, show you what it's all about. So you could, uh, dr drop some goodies. Yeah. We'll definitely talk more about that very soon. I'll keep that in mind. Appreciate that sure. once again. And Kings and Queens, this has been the Alt Kings podcast, and we will see you all next episode. Peace.